Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about household items. I'm Bob the Canadian and I just want to welcome you here this morning. I have clicked the button to start the lesson. Let's just wait to make sure that everything is working properly and then I will get started. So, I wanna say a couple of things. First of all, um, let me just check something here. Sorry, I will start the lesson for sure in a moment once I know things are working. I think they're working. I'm just gonna keep going. Um, <laughs> let me check the audio. I wish there was a way to um, yeah, you know, I wish there was a way for the beginning of the live stream to work better. I'm going to work on that in the future, but here we go. I'm Bob the Canadian. Welcome to this English lesson about household items. Um, you might be wondering why are we doing a lesson about household items when I already did a lesson about the rooms in the house. I already did a lesson about interior decorating. I've talked about the house or home or apartment a lot. So, why are we doing a lesson on household items? Because I walked around the house and there were a few things in many rooms that I've never talked about. So, I thought this would be a great time to do a lesson just to kind of make sure on the um, topic of living in a house or home or apartment that I make sure I answer a few more questions and go over a few more items of vocabulary. Before we get started, just a couple of things. First of all, please use the chat for English conversations. If you have a question for me, please use the form that will be linked by Dave or Todd uh, or by Nightbot. I will try to answer as many questions as I can. Remember today, the lesson has a topic. I will only be answering questions where it is related to the topic. I do wanna say hi to everyone in the chat. I see Lolly Lolly is there, Wee Chen is there, uh, Sam the Taiwanese is there, Mylian is there, Michelle is there, Yana, Abdullah. Uh, there are so many people, Darby, Jean Louise, a lot of people in the chat. Thank you so much for being here for this lesson. Let me do one more audio check and then I will get started for sure. Sounds good. Okay, so let's get started. So, household items, I'm going to start in the bathroom. The bathroom is actually the room where there were the most items that I had not talked about yet. So, I will talk about the item and then I will talk about kind of how we use it. So, this is a toilet brush or a toilet bowl brush. You use this to clean the toilet. It is not my favorite job. <laughs> I do not enjoy cleaning the toilets uh, but it's a job that needs to be done usually once a week we clean the house and we usually clean the bathroom. One of the jobs that needs to be done when you clean the bathroom is that you need to clean the toilet. Um, as you know, there are seven people living in my house. The toilet, I guess the best English word would be the toilet is sometimes disgusting. That's probably the best word to describe it. And so, what you do is you get what's called toilet bowl cleaner. Uh, it's kind of this blue cleaning product and you put it in the toilet. Um, and you just let it sit for a little while, usually a minute or two, sometimes 15 minutes and then you get the toilet brush or the toilet bowl brush. It kind of has two names um, and you go and you scrub the toilet until it is completely clean. Um, so, that is a toilet bowl brush. I thought I would put that one first because that was the first item I thought about when I thought about household items. 
Um, the next item you might find in a bathroom is a plunger. So a plunger has a unique job in the world. Sometimes when you flush the toilet, the toilet is plugged. Okay, sometimes when you flush the toilet, it doesn't go down. So if you're familiar with um, this process, it's not fun. It's also kind of disgusting. Um, but then you need to use a plunger. So you put the plunger in the toilet and you plunge the toilet. That's how we would describe it in order to unclog or unplug the toilet. So let me back up. You could say the toilet's clogged. You could say the toilet's plugged. I think clogged might be more common. I'm just gonna ask Brent from American English with this guy just to mention in the chat. Brent, do you say the toilet is plugged or the toilet is clogged when you need to use a plunger? I think clogged is the probably the more popular word. But anyways, um, sometimes toilets don't work right and you need to use a plunger in order to make sure they work correctly. Um, usually in a bathroom, and I think I did talk about this one, there is usually a bathroom scale. I don't step on the bathroom scale right now because I think it lies. Do you know what a lie is? A lie is when you don't tell the truth. So, I don't trust our bathroom scale. I think it's I think it's not telling the truth when I go, when I step on it. Um, but you will definitely in a bathroom often find a bathroom scale. Um, let me go. Oh, I see Rod VIP IDP is in the chat as well. Hi, Rod. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, and hello to Aniko Bureau in the chat as well. Uh, so awesome to have you guys here. Um, in our bathroom, we usually keep a mop. Um, people might keep this in different places in their home. Um, but a mop is something that you use to mop the floor. Oh, just let me go back. When you uh, step on a bathroom scale, we say that you are weighing yourself or you say, I'm going to weigh myself. So, if I wanted to know how much I weighed, I would step on a bathroom scale in order to weigh myself. So, that's how you talk about a bathroom scale. Um, sorry, what was the, oh yeah, I talked about plunger. So, we have a mop. You use a mop to mop the floor. A mop is different than a broom. Uh, a mop is something that you put into a bucket or pail of water with some soap or other cleaning product and then you use the mop to mop the floor. So, a floor gets a little bit wet when you are mopping it because you are not, when you sweep a floor with a broom, um, it's a dry process but when you mop a floor, you are definitely using cleaning solution uh, or soap and water to mop the floor. Um, we mop our floors um, usually about once a week as well um, and we don't mop the rooms where there is carpet <laughs> which reminds me, um, I didn't put the word vacuum cleaner in the in the lesson. I should have done that. Let's see here. Um, yes, so when you are using a mop, you also have a bucket or pail. It's interchangeable which word you use. Um, we call it a bucket. We call it a pail. You can use either word and it's totally legitimate. It's totally fine to use either word. Um, let me see here. Um, the other thing is you'll notice that this bucket has a special spot where you can wring out the mop. When you have something wet and when you wring it out and with this uh, pail, you can put the mop in and you can kind of push and it and it makes some of the water come out of the mop before you use it. So, if you have a towel and it's really wet, you can twist the towel so water comes out and we say that you're wringing out the towel. When you use a mop, 
<laughs> I see that Q Park in the chat says, I just mopped the floor. Very cool. Um, when you use a mop, sometimes you want to wring out some of the water when you're using it. So, that's what this pail would be used for. Um, not every pail uh, that we have is is the pail we use with the mop. We have other pails for other things. If I was going to clean the windows, I would grab a pail from the bathroom and I would fill it with soapy water and I would go and clean the windows as well. Um, let's see here. Um, in our bathroom, excuse me, one second. I'm going to mute myself. Just had a little tickle in my throat. Hopefully, the audio is all working still. I thought it would be nice if I muted myself while I coughed a little bit. Uh, in our bathroom, we have an iron. Uh, the iron is what you use to iron your clothes. Um, so, this is a challenging word for people who are learning English, okay? So, it's iron. So, I am going to plug in the iron so that the iron is hot so that I can iron my clothes so they don't have wrinkles in them. I did not iron this shirt this morning. You can see there are a few little wrinkles in the shirt, okay? So, if you have an article of clothing and it has wrinkles in it, you would use an iron in order to iron them out, okay? Our iron also, you can put some water in it so that steam comes out while you are ironing. Wow, if I say the word iron one more time, I'm going, I'm going to start saying it wrong myself. Anyways, when you use an iron, you need an ironing board. So, in our bathroom as well, we have an ironing board. This is something that folds up and we kind of store it beside the sink in our one bathroom. Uh, and you use an ironing board when you need to iron some clothes. Um, let's see here. Um, Brent says, it's a challenging word for some native speakers. In my family, no joke. Yes. Uh, some of these words are quite challenging. Hey, folks, we're gonna jump over and look at a few questions right now. Let me get to my question app. Uh, just give me a moment here. I should have done this a little quicker. Um, here we go. And... Here we go. Next question. All right. The first question is from Chico. Hi, do you wash your floor by hand or with using some stuff? Stay happy, live long. So, let me let me kind of fix the question, okay? So, Chico says, hi, do you wash the floor by hand or with other stuff? Stay happy, live long. So, we clean our floor two ways. Actually, three depending on the type of floor. In our kitchen, we sweep the floor every day. So, we have a broom and we sweep the floor every day. And once a week, we clean it with a mop. About once or twice a year though, we actually clean the kitchen floor by hand because you can do a better job when you crawl around with a towel. So, we do actually uh, sometimes clean it by hand. Uh, let's see here. Next question is from Ruslan. Good morning, teacher Bob. Hi, Ruslan. Uh, it's nice to see you again. Are the majority of household items which supermarkets sell produced in Canada or come from abroad? The majority of household items that we buy in Canada are made in another part of the world. Many of the things that we use are from China. Uh, some things are from uh, other South, uh, Southeast Asian countries. Um, but many of the products that we use in our homes like brooms and mops and those kinds of things do come from overseas. And the majority of them do come from China. Uh, Mary the Iranian. Hi, teacher. Dear teacher. 
Could you please tell us about the average wage of a housekeeper in Canada? So a housekeeper is a person who cleans a house for you. I don't actually know because we clean our own house. But some people in Canada and the United States, when they have enough money, they will hire a housekeeper to do the cleaning for them. Um, and I'm not sure. I think a, a housekeeper would make between 15 and $20 per hour Canadian, but it might actually be more than that, Mary. Let's see here. Um, next question is from Wee. Good morning, teacher Bob. What household item do you use the most? What household item do I use the most? Oh, that's an interesting one. Let me see here. I would say the household item I use the most is a dish brush, which is the brush you use when you wash dishes. And I didn't make a slide for that one either. I should have. Sorry about that. But that would be the household item that I use uh, a lot for sure. Let's do one more question and we'll get back to the uh, next to the lesson. Um, so, the next question is not related to household items. So, I am going to skip it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, next question is from Renata. Good morning, Bob. Love Bob. Sorry. Love seat is a nice term for a sofa. Do you use it sometimes? Have a great day, sir. So, when we have a couch or sofa that has enough room for three or four people, we call it a couch. When we have a small couch or sofa that has seating for just two people, we call it a love seat. So, there's a slight difference between the two. So, we talked about ironing board. Let's go on to the next one. I do want to stop and say hi to the 409 people who are watching. Thanks for being here. Um, in our bathroom, we also have a bath mat. Some people might call it a shower mat, but a bath mat is a small soft piece of carpet that you step on when you get out of the bathtub or when you get out of the shower, okay? Um, it's usually something that um, it's like a towel but thicker um, and it's just a nice spot to step on when you come out of the shower so that you aren't stepping on uh, the floor itself. So, a lot of bathrooms will have a bath mat. Some people have a bath mat in front of their sink uh, because they like standing on something soft while they're brushing their teeth or washing their hands or putting on makeup. So, a bath mat, simply something you step on when you get out of the tub. Hey, I did wanna mention that this ironing board folds up and when we need to use it, we unfold it or we set it up. So, we grab the ironing board and we set it up or we unfold it. When we're done, we're, we fold it up and we put it back. Um, bathrooms have what's called a towel rack. Um, a towel rack is where you hang your towel. Um, so, after you have a shower, your towel will be wet and you want your towel to be dry. So, you will hang your towel up on a towel rack unless my children were, are going to be angry at me for this. Unless you're one of my children, then you just throw your wet towel on the floor and somehow hope it will dry and then one of the parents will find it later and say, why didn't you hang up your towel? So, a towel rack is where you hang your towel to dry after you have a shower. Um, and also in a bathroom, there will usually be a towel rack with a towel for using after you wash your hands. Uh, let's see here. Um, we also have what's called a drying rack. There are many ways to dry your clothes after you wash them. 
In our house, we use what are called drying racks. So when we do a load of laundry, we will hang it on a drying rack and then we will usually set it outside. We also used to have a clothes line. A clothes line is where you hang your clothes outside to dry. Um, but we found using the drying racks more convenient. Um, mostly because when the laundry is done, three or four people can hang the laundry on a drying rack really quickly. So we usually do uh, laundry that way where the kids actually hang the laundry on the drying rack and then we just stick it outside if it's a nice day or we'll actually dry our clothes inside in the winter. In Canadian homes in the winter, the air is really dry because we heat our homes. So you can easily dry your clothes inside in the winter. So drying rack, this one also we fold up and then we unfold it when we want to use it. And then we fold it up and put it away when we're done with it. And uh, it works really good. Sometimes we put a fan uh, beside it if it's, yeah, like in the spring and fall, if we can't put clothes outside because it's raining, we will dry them inside. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> Brent says, you mean the towel doesn't go on the floor when you're finished with it? I'll inform my children. So Brent from uh, American English with this guy has the same problem as me. Um, sometimes that's how children do things. Um, we have in our bathroom a nightlight. A nightlight is a small light. It's not a bright light. It's very, very dim. It's a small light that is only on during the night. And we have it so that in case you need to use the bathroom or if one of the kids needs to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, then it's not dark in the bathroom. So if you can find your way in the dark from your bedroom to the bathroom, at least there's a little bit of light in the bathroom and you don't need to turn the main light on if you need to use the washroom or the bathroom. Um, let's see here. Um, sorry, I'm still laughing about uh, Brent's comment. Christopher says, says can, you, can you dry clothes without using sunlight? Yeah, sometimes we dry them inside, Christopher, for sure. Um, most bathrooms will have a hamper. A hamper is where you also might throw your towel if you're done with it, if it's going to be washed. Um, but it's generally where you throw your dirty clothes, okay? So when you go to take a shower, you take your clothes off. Generally, if you have a hamper in the bathroom, you will probably throw your clothes in the hamper. Some people keep a hamper in their bedroom and then instead they'll just have a shower. They'll take their dirty clothes with them from the bathroom, throw them in the hamper in their bedroom. So a hamper is just a place where you keep clothes until you do the laundry or until you wash them. Um, and then also in our bathroom, we have a wastebasket or garbage can or the bathroom garbage. You'll find in English, we often refer to uh, garbage cans and trash cans simply as the garbage. Like you throw it in the garbage. Did you throw that in the garbage? Where's the um, where's the small, where's the rest of the toothpaste? Oh, I threw it in the garbage. Okay. So we call it, the nice word is wastebasket, but you will often hear in English, people simply refer to a garbage can or trash can or wastebasket as the garbage. Um, so let me just jump here. Let me do a few more questions. So I'll pull the last question up and next question from Yanzaki. Do you have a housekeeper? Or do you clean your home with children? <laughs> we all clean our house. Uh, we all share the job of cleaning the house. So generally we try to clean our house once a week. 
but we do also clean our house every day. So every day we do the dishes. Every day there are certain floors that get swept. So we use a broom to sweep the floors. Um, sometimes we'll vacuum a, one room per day during the week, but generally on Saturdays, that's the day where we actually clean the house. We'll usually mop the floor. We'll vacuum most of the rooms. The children have to clean their rooms on Saturdays. Um, so that's definitely, um, yeah, we, we don't have a housekeeper. <laughs> Maybe someday, but you know, it just, I, I don't mind cleaning the house myself. It's actually nice to keep things nice and clean. Uh, let's see here. Next question from Mozine. Hi, Mr. Bob. How is your Friday going? What is the most important item or appliance you think no house can run without? To me, AC is the most important these days. So yes, air conditioning is very nice, but I would say for us, it's the refrigerator and the freezer. So the fridge and freezer are the two most important things for us so that we can keep our children fed. Uh, we definitely need to be able to feed them. So it's nice to have those two things. Um, next question is from Modine. Modine's question, or sorry, from Eugen from Kharkov. Good afternoon, Mr. Bob. Hope you're having a good day. My question is, which of the household items you've ever seen in someone's house was the most unusual? Thank you. So we don't have a bidet. Um, so that's not really a household item. It's more of a, well, you have a toilet and a bidet, right? Um, and so that's something I'm not familiar with. I know in some countries it's quite common uh, to have a bidet. But that's something that I would consider, I guess, unusual. Maybe unusual is not the right word. Something I am not familiar with. Um, next question, Rod, VIP IDP. Hi, Rod. Um, how are you today, Mr. Bob? What's your favorite household item? My favorite ever is the remote control. Haha. <laughs> so when I was a kid, Rodrigo, I was the remote control. I hope everyone understands that. When I was a kid, my dad or mom one of the children was always the person who went and changed the channels because when I was a kid, there were no remote controls. So my dad would say, hey, can you change the TV to channel seven? Or can you get up and, and turn the volume up or turn the volume down? So for me, I love remote controls because I have a memory of a time when uh, I was the remote control in our house. Uh, Daniel Camargo. Hi, Bob. Do you have or would like to have those robot vacuum cleaners? So there's something called a Roomba and there's other um, robotic vacuum cleaners. I don't have one. I think our house is actually too cluttered for us to have one. When you say a, a house is cluttered, it doesn't mean it's messy or dirty. It just means that a lot of people live there. So there are a lot of things on the floor. So right now in this room, there's an exercise mat over there. There's controllers for an Xbox over there. Um, there's a hat on the floor. I don't know why. It's not my hat. So I think, Daniel, our house is simply too cluttered for us to have that. Um, let's see here. Next question is not related to the topic, so I'm going to skip it. Um, some people do give nice comments, but I like to make sure that we stay on topic um, for sure. Uh, next question. Oh. I did not realize my window was not big enough. Let me just make this a little bit bigger. There we go. That should work great. Um, sorry, let me, uh, now I'm just cl clicking in too many spots. Katarina from Ukraine. Good day, teacher Bob. And my question is, 
when I must use do or make in phrases by doing some household chores. Thank you. So we do the dishes, we do the laundry, we would generally say we are going to clean the house. We wouldn't say I'm gonna, gonna do the cleaning. You might say that. You would just say I'm going to clean the house. Um, I'm going to wash the kitchen floor. I'm going to mop the floor. So just to answer your question more completely, I don't think we often use the word make when we're talking about cleaning up the house. Okay, so to repeat, when you're done eating, you do the dishes. When you're done eating, you clean up the dishes. When you need to wash your clothes, you do the laundry. Um, so I can't think of uh, an example there. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Um, next question. Athanasio says, hello, teacher Bob. How is it going? Have you or maybe your parents had a straw broom? Do you remember this type of broom? Thanks. Yes. So uh, we might call it a corn broom. Um, but yes, we do have a broom uh, out in the garage that's made out of I think it's made out of, in, in North America, it's more likely to be made out of something called broom corn. There's a special kind of corn. We actually grow it uh, to put in bouquets that you can use to make uh, a broom. So yes, we definitely have a broom like that. Uh, let me check where I'm at. Let's keep moving here. So let's talk about the kitchen. Uh, the kitchen, um, again, I'm not going to talk about appliances. So I'm not going to talk about toasters and ovens. I think I did that in another video. So I basically just walked through my house and I looked for things that I hadn't talked about yet. Um, so one of the things we have in the kitchen is we have a dish brush that we use to wash our dishes. And then when we, we wash and rinse our dishes, when you rinse the dishes, you get the soap, soapy water off the dish. We put it into a dish rack. This can also be called a dish drying rack, but a dish rack has a special tray underneath so that the clean dishes when they drip the water goes in the sink. Um, we actually dry our dishes with what we call a tea towel or dish cloth or dish towel. So we wash our dishes. When we do the dishes, we wash them, we rinse them, we put them in the dish rack and then usually one of the kids dries them. Usually Jen or myself do the actual dishes it's actually Jen more than me. I have to be honest here. Um, and then one of the kids or me will dry the dishes and then put them back in the cupboard. Um, we talked about brooms a little bit. So sometimes English learners get confused because when you have a mop, you use it to mop the floor. But when you have a broom, you use it to sweep the floor. So you don't ever broom a floor. That doesn't, ex don't say that. I don't like to say things that are wrong. And I just said that out loud. When you have a broom, you use the broom to sweep the floor. So if you have a floor that's not carpet, so linoleum or tile uh, or something like that, you will often uh, sweep the floor using a broom and you will most likely use a dust pan to pick up everything that you have swept together. So generally when I sweep the floor, I sweep everything into a pile. It's not really a pile. It's more like a little collection of dust and dirt. And then I sweep it into the dustpan and then I usually throw it into, uh, we actually throw it into the compost um, because everything that comes off the floor is compostable. So you would have a dustpan. Um, Want to stop and say hi to the 534 people who are here. Uh, welcome to this lesson. Uh, hope you're having a good time. Um, I just want to mention if you're new here, don't forget there is a subscribe button right there. You click it. 
and then you get notified when I make a new video and a new English lesson uh, and thumbs ups. Thumbs ups? <laughs> a thumbs up is always welcome. Uh, our kitchen has a small kitchen timer. You can just call it a timer or a kitchen timer. Uh, but this is something you use when you are cooking or baking. Let's say you are baking bread and the recipe says put it into an oven at a certain temperature for 25 minutes. You would then set the timer to 25 minutes. When the timer gets to zero, the timer will go off, okay? And it will beep. So again, let me repeat, you set a timer. So if you need to set a timer, you push the buttons, you set the timer. The timer counts down to zero. So it doesn't go up, it counts down. And when it gets to zero, the timer will go off. Similar to an alarm clock. We say that an alarm clock goes off. A kitchen timer or timer also will go off, which simply means it starts beeping. You usually push a button so it stops. Uh, and then whatever you are cooking or baking, you would take off of the oven or out of, sorry, off of the stove or out of the oven. Um, so in Canada, there are three ways to get rid of waste in our kitchens and in our homes. In our kitchen, because we have a large kitchen, we have a recycle bin. Um, this is for paper and plastic and glass, okay? So we do not throw paper or plastic or glass in the garbage. All paper, plastic and glass goes in the recycle bin. And once per week, we take the recycling to the road. We put it out at the road and then a large truck comes and picks up the recycling. Um, so we recycle paper, plastic, glass. I think that's everything we recycle as much as we possibly can. We also have a garbage can or a trash can. Um, but again, we often just refer to this as the garbage. We throw things in the garbage. We take out the garbage. We put the garbage at the road. The garbage truck comes. Uh, I know in some US states, they use the word trash more than garbage. Um, but in our kitchen, uh, we definitely have a garbage can. But just so you know, we hardly throw anything in the garbage. Almost half or more of our waste, our household waste goes in the recycling bin. Um, notice I call it a recycle bin and a recycling bin. You can probably use both. Um, where's the recycle bin? Where's the recycling bin? Yes, we use both. I think recycling bin is the correct word. We also just call it a blue box here because in Canada, all recycling bins are blue boxes. Uh, garbage. And then we also have compost. We have a compost bin in our kitchen. Compost is any food that goes bad, that is not good to eat. We don't throw it in the garbage. So if we have meat that has gone bad or vegetables or fruit that has gone bad, we put it in the compost bin. If we have a small amount of leftovers, sometimes you put leftover food after a meal in a tin and it ends up in the back of the fridge and you forget about it, we would throw that in the compost bin. So anything that can decay, anything that is made from something organic, so any kind of food that we do not um, eat because it's gone bad or for other reasons goes in the compost bin. So again, three ways to get rid of waste. We use the recycle bin a lot. We use the compost bin quite a bit we use the garbage can as little as possible. In fact, I think we only have half a bag of garbage per week from seven people um, and that's it. Um, let me check where I am here. In our kitchen, we have a fire extinguisher. Uh, extinguisher is a great word 
to practice using all of the muscles in your mouth to make English sounds. So, it's a fire extinguisher. You use a fire extinguisher in case there is a um sorry. You have a fire extinguisher in case there is a fire. So, we definitely have a fire extinguisher in our kitchen. Um we've never had to use it uh but we definitely have a fire extinguisher just in case or in case of fire. So, those two phrases are fairly common. We have a fire extinguisher just in case there's a fire and we have it in the kitchen because that's the place you're most likely to have a fire in a home in North America. Um most of the ways we heat our homes are very safe but the kitchen is one place where you might have a grease fire. You might have something burn on the stove because you forgot about it. So, you have a fire extinguisher. Um and then oh lastly, our kitchen has become the place where we have lots of chargers, lots of phone chargers. Um we've tried to make a rule that our children must charge their phones at night in the kitchen so that they don't stay up late uh on Instagram or Facebook um or watching YouTube. Um so, we have a spot in the kitchen where everyone usually charges their phones at night. Sometimes I notice though not all the phones are there. Um hey, I flipped the chat to members only. I'm not sure if you noticed that. First of all, welcome to the 533 people who are watching. A big thank you to my supporters, those who have joined the channel and who have become members. Um you'll see that their names are in green and they have a nice crown beside their name. I flipped the chat to members only for the next 10 minutes. If you are a member, feel free to have um feel free to ask questions in uh the chat. Let me just flip this though for a sec uh to the next question. Uh let's see here. Um and I'll kind of flip between the two. So, uh Brent, American English from the with this guy says, do you use a dehumidifier in Canada during the summer? We also use a humidifier in the winter. So, our air conditioner takes a lot of humidity out of the air. So, we don't have a dehumidifier. A dehumidifier is an appliance that takes water out of the air. Because Canada is a fairly humid place in the summer and where Brent is in Maine is fairly humid, sometimes we will use a dehumidifier to dry the air in our homes in the summer. Um usually if you have a good air conditioner, it will do that for you. Uh and then because in the winter we heat our homes, it be- the air can become too dry in the winter. So, sometimes we will run a humidifier to make the air a little nicer. Um so, we do not have either Brent but many Canadians have both. Annette says, uh hello, Bob. Do you have clothesline with pulleys for drying clothes in Ontario as in Quebec? I love them and often I take pictures of them because they are very photogenic. We don't have one. We used to have one um and we might have one again someday um but right now, we just use the drying racks but there are many, many homes that have clotheslines. It's just a very cheap and efficient way to dry your clothes and yes, they are very beautiful to look at. Uh Christopher, back in the university, I made PowerPoint presentation about fire extinguishers and it went great. Yes, fire extinguishers are good to have. We actually have many in our home. We have one in the kitchen. We have one in our back room because we have a wood stove. I have one in my big tractor. We have one in the flower arranging workshop area. It's good to have um fire extinguishers everywhere that you are. Alexander Chopik, I wonder how many viewers use an online translator to write a text. Probably many. A lot of people definitely use online translators. 
Um, but let's get to this question from Henry from Taiwan. Hi, teacher Bob. Do you have an automatic vacuum cleaner? How do you like it? Thanks a lot. No, we have a normal vacuum cleaner that you plug in and then you use it to vacuum the house. I wish I had put a picture of one in my slide, but I think many of you know what it looks like. A vacuum cleaner is something that you use to vacuum. So if you have a room where you want to clean the floor, you want to suck up all of the dirt and dust and debris, you would use a vacuum cleaner and you would say, I'm going to vacuum the living room. I'm going to vacuum the bedroom. Let's see here. Brent says, I use a dehumidifier in my finished basement where my children have their bedrooms. So there's two kinds of basements. When you buy a brand new home in Canada and many parts of North America, the basement is simply concrete and maybe some uh, unfinished walls. So it's it's called an unfinished basement. I think I showed one in one of my videos. It's usually insulated, but many people will finish their basement. So the basement is the part of the house underground. They will finish their basement and make sure that they can use it to live in. So they will put bedrooms in the basement, etc. Basements tend to be a little bit humid and damp. So we usually run a dehumidifier as Brent is saying. Very cool. Uh, let's see, Rodrigo says, Mr. Bob, I vividly remember the human remote controls when I was growing up. As I had to exercise, my parents would kindly ask me to go change channels on huge tube TVs. Yes, we had the same thing. I was often uh, the person who was changing the channels for sure. Uh, let me see, let me get to another question here. Um, next question is from T. Charlottesoff. Hello, Mr. Bob, which chore do you think is the most difficult doing in your house, i.e. cleaning the bathroom? I do not like cleaning the toilet. I don't like cleaning the shower. I do both. I will never shy away from work that needs to be done. In English, when you say someone shies away from something, it means they don't want to do it. So even if a job is hard, I will still do it. Um, some of my children are probably watching this live stream at a later date thinking that's not true. Dad doesn't do that much housework. Um, but it it is, there is some truth to it. I do quite a bit of housework and cleaning the bath, uh, the uh, cleaning the toilets is my least favorite for sure. Uh, Darby Jean Louise, what's up, Bob? What's the difference between a bucket and a pail? They are essentially the same thing. You could say that a pail is made of plastic, a bucket is made of metal, but that's not really true. We use the words interchangeably. So uh, Slava, as a member says, hi, all of them. Hello, Slava, good to see you here. And then Enju says, do you have a compost bin? Yes, we definitely have a compost bin. So we, interestingly enough, we do compost two ways. We have um, kitchen scraps that we feed to our chickens. So because we have chickens, if we have any kind of fruit or vegetables, we don't put them in the compost bin. We actually take them and we feed them to the chickens. But if we have things that you can't give to chickens, I think like potato peels or rotten meat, we put that in our compost bin. So uh, let me go to the next question. Eduardo, hi, Bob. Where do you buy household items? In a normal store or do you go in an aisle for household items or in a specific store? So that's a great question. It really depends what you need. Most household items, the simple household items, you can find in a grocery store. You can also find them in a hardware store and you can also find them in uh, basically 
uh, like a dollar store even. So if I needed a new toilet brush, I could go to Foodland, which is the grocery store. I could go to Home Hardware, which is the hardware store. I could go to Dollarama, which is the dollar store. And all three of those would have um, a toilet brush. I could also order one from Amazon or I could go to one of the larger stores like Walmart. Walmart is probably one of the most popular places to buy household items in uh, Canada right now. Uh, let's see, Lolly Lolly, deal with house chores or handle with house chores. So um, let me see here. Before we go out, we have to do the chores. Let's see here. Um, we have to take care of the chores. I'm not sure how we would say that Lolly Lolly. I'm trying to think of an example, but we would say something like, Ah, I got to deal with cleaning the house before I can go to the party or I have a lot of cleaning to do before I can go to the party or I got to do all the cleaning or I got to do all the household chores before I go to the party. Not sure we would use deal with or handle with. Um, but you would say, um, you know, I can't handle cleaning the house. Like if you were saying you disliked it. Let's see here. Um, next question from Ania. Hi, you use the word wrinkles. Yep talking about your shirt. Can we use folds? Thank you. Have a great day, Ania from Poland. So um, when you fold a shirt, so if you have a shirt and you fold it nicely, sometimes you fold a shirt before you put it in your dresser. That is different than wrinkles. When a shirt is wrinkly, it has wrinkles. So two words there, wrinkly describes the shirt. Wrinkles are the actual things in the shirt. So no, we would not use fold to describe uh, a wrinkly shirt. Lolly Lolly says, uh, thank you. Bob, uh, Alexander is talking to Slava. Very cool. Um, Jan Zaki says, my remote control when I was young was a long bus, not a long stick maybe. Yeah, that would work, wouldn't it? You poked it. We had to turn a knob though to change the channels. Um, Rod says, now my younger child tries to change the channels by swiping the TV screen as if it was an iPad screen. It really gets me riled up because I have to clean little finger spots uh, on it. Ha uh ha. -huh. Yeah, so when kids touch screens, you get a lot of fingerprints, okay? So when you're a criminal, the police take your fingerprints and uh, when kids touch things, they leave fingerprints on everything. We have the same with the front of our fridge. We bought a fridge that has a nice um, metal door, but the kids touch it and it leaves all kinds of fingerprints on it. So uh, that's kind of funny, Rodrigo. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh, but that we have that too as well. Uh, let's see here. Next question, talk Italian with Arone. Is it common in Canada to have a dryer? Do you have one, ciao Bob? We do not have a clothes dryer. So many people in Canada will have a washing machine and they will have a clothes dryer. We do not have a clothes dryer because it does cost quite a bit of money to run a clothes dryer. What I mean by that is sunshine is free and clothes will dry by themselves if you just hang them. So we have decided not to have a clothes dryer. Um, because it, it does take a lot of electricity or it takes a lot of gas or propane depending on what you have. Um, let me just uh, change one small thing here for a sec. I'm gonna switch chat back uh, to everybody can chat. Give me one moment to fix that. So I do want to just pause and say thank you to everyone who is a member. Your support helps me make these lessons and it helps me to make things better every week. Um, so thank you for being a supporter. If you are interested in supporting my channel, there is a join button somewhere down below. Some people just join for one month or two months as a thank you. And I appreciate all of the support that you have given me. So 
Again, thank you to everyone in the chat for being awesome supporters. Um, let's get back to the lesson. Let me just check my time here. Yes, this this will work. Yes, no problem. We're gonna talk about the living room. Um, there's not a whole lot of other things to talk about but I do have about 20 more slides. So, you'll see here I've just kind of gone around. Our living room actually does not have a lot of things in it. So, it does obviously have furniture and it has a television but we generally have a lot of items or household items in our bathrooms and kitchens but the living room is usually quite clean, okay? We like to keep it clean. There might be a book or something but there are a few things I wanted to talk about. We usually have a fan in our living room. So, even though we have uh, air conditioning, we do have a fan. This particular fan is called an oscillating fan. Here's a hard word for you. It's a fan that goes like this. It oscillates. So, it's an oscillating fan. Um, so, oscillating fans are nice because they kind of go and they blow air in all directions. So, we have a fan in our living room. Um, I think I've talked about house plants in every video where I talk about a house but I wanted to talk in specific specifically about hanging plants. Sometimes we might call this a hanging basket but sometimes in our living rooms and living areas we will have a house plant but there's another type of house plant called a hanging plant and this is a plant that obviously hangs from the ceiling um, and it's kind of cool to have a few hanging plants because they don't take up a lot of space. Let's see here. Um, let me go. Yes, we have what are called coasters. I'm not using one right now. This water is very cold. The bottom of the cup is a little bit wet. So, I should have this cup on a coaster. We often will use coasters to protect our coffee table or our desk. So, Coasters are just little round pieces of wood or plastic. Um, you usually keep them on your coffee table in your living room and then if you have people over who have a cup of tea or coffee or juice or water, they will put the cup on a coaster. Um, it's just a good way to uh, keep your table clean and not to have stains form on it especially if you have coffee and a little bit of coffee runs down the side. If, you, if it's on a coaster, it doesn't wreck your table. Hey, I uh, just wanna say hi to the 584 people who are watching. I'm always shocked by how many people watch these lessons. Um, if you're new here, don't forget to click the subscribe button and a thumbs up is always welcome as well. Um, so, that was it. That was the living room and you might wonder, what about coffee table? What about couches? What about reclining chairs? Well, we did talk about all that in a previous lesson. So, if you want to watch the lesson on I think I did one on rooms and furniture and I did one on interior decorating. Those would be quite helpful. Um, so, let's talk about the hallway or entranceway of a house. There are some things that I wanted to mention about that as well. Um, let's see here. Hey, I see Natalia Illusion is in the chat. Hi, Natalia. It'll be fun uh, to talk to you later today. Rodrigo and Natalia are both here, both winners of the Lessons with Bob competition. So, it's good to see you in the chat, Natalia and I look forward to talking to you later today. Um, let's see here. Usually, we have a mirror by the front door. Um, we have a mirror by the front door because we want to make sure before we leave the house that our hair looks good. Um, you wanna make sure there's nothing in your teeth. You know, when you eat food, um, usually before I leave the house, I will brush my teeth. 
Um, but sometimes you're just running out quick and you want to make sure there isn't any food in your teeth and you want to make sure you look good. Um, or maybe you just want to be reminded how old you are by looking in the mirror. One of the two. <laughs> Sorry. Um, there's also usually a key rack. We don't have a key rack. I wish we had a key rack um, by our front door or in our entranceway. That would be really handy. Um, I think that might be something I might build later this summer. Just a small key rack where we can hang our keys. Um, sorry, I'm getting a little distracted here. Um, we also have a lint roller. So, Oscar is not a house dog, okay? Oscar primarily lives outside and he lives in the garage. He has a little bed in the garage. That's where Oscar lives. But he is allowed in the entranceway and one little part of our hallway and kitchen in the house. So, we have a little bit of dog hair in our house. Is normal. It is normal for people with pets to have a little bit of dog hair. Um so, we also have a lint roller because sometimes you'll notice that you have a little bit of lint. Lint is small little balls of fabric on your clothes. Um if you don't know what lint is, check your pocket. Your pocket probably has lint in it. It's like soft, small pieces of fabric that naturally form on clothes. Um but you also, if you have a pet, might get dog hair or cat hair on you and you might wanna use a lint roller. A lint roller is very sticky and you roll it on your clothes and it picks up all of the uh dog hair uh, or cat hair. Yes, Christopher, there was a giveaway in June where people could win free English lessons. So, sorry you missed it um but uh I might do another one next year. We'll see. I'm not sure yet. Um our entranceway hallway has a thermostat. This is where we set the temperature for our house. Um so, <laughs> Rodrigo says, looking at mirrors, it's so cruel at this age. It is very cruel. Um so, a thermostat is something on the wall uh that you use to set the temperature in your house. Uh and then, let's look at a few miscellaneous items. So, these are just a few other items that you will see a few other things. Not exactly household items but they weren't furniture and they weren't things you hung on the wall. So, I did think I should talk about them. By the way, miscellaneous means something that's not in any specific category, okay? Fun word to spell. I always spell it wrong but miscellaneous is how you say it. So, we're gonna talk about some miscellaneous items. You could also say some random household items. Uh, let's see here. Vladimir says, be careful, Mr. Bob. When putting a rack up yesterday, I drilled a wire. All the electricity was off. I do not understand how I survived. Oh, all the electricity switched off. Oh, I'm glad you did not get electrocuted. That would have been awful. Um yes, I will be careful. Um there coat there are coat hangers in every closet in our house. A coat hanger can be made out of plastic or metal or wood. Most of ours are made out of plastic. A coat hanger is something that you use to hang up a shirt. Um sorry, I'm I'm getting a little distracted by something over there. I'll stop. (laughs) I have my second screen over there and I keep looking at my slides to see how far I am but let's keep going. Um you might find some workout equipment in various places in a home. So, workout equipment is would be things like weights. Some people actually have an exercise bike or a treadmill in their house. We actually have some workout equipment in our uh garage. So, we have a few weights in our garage because my wife, Jen and myself and Lucas, my oldest son, sometimes we just like to lift a few weights to stay in shape. 
So you will find workout equipment. Um, something else we have in our garage is a ladder or step ladder. Um, so often when you need to climb up somewhere, you would use a ladder. If I needed to change a light bulb, I would go and get the step ladder. A step ladder is a ladder that opens like this. Actually, that picture is a step ladder. A ladder is something you just lean against the wall. A step ladder opens and then you can climb up the step ladder. By the way, that red thing is not a step, but sometimes I use it as a step. You're not supposed to stand on the very top of a step ladder, but uh, I will admit that sometimes I do. Uh, let's do a few more questions and then we will finish off the lesson in a bit. Uh, next question is from Nakashtrin. Hi, teacher Bob. How are you? I just want to ask, do you clean your house every day? We do the dishes every day. Um, we try to keep the living room and the family room clean and we try to sweep the kitchen floors and the hallway floors every day. That's what we do on a daily basis. Um, next question. Mylen from Brazil. Hi, Bob. What's the difference between clean and clean up? So, Sometimes in English, we add the word up and it's not really needed. So I need to clean the house. I need to clean up the house. Um, I need to clean up. Yeah, it, it's almost exactly the same thing, right? So when my kids are, like when my kids come in from playing, I will tell them to go clean up or I'll tell them to go wash up. I wouldn't go tell them to clean. So I think when you say clean up, it's probably a little more related to doing something to yourself. Like, oh, I need to clean up before I go up out or I'm going to go to the grocery store, but I need to clean up first. Um, or it can mean simply picking things up, right? I'm going to clean up the room. Might mean that you just pick up all the toys that are on the floor um, and then clean the room would probably be that you're going to, you know, wash the table and vacuum. So, Slight different. Hey, I want to say thank you to Ruben Serrano for becoming a member. Thank you so much for joining uh, this channel and supporting me with the work I do. Next question from Ario. Hello. Hi. Just greeting. Hi, Ario. How are you? Um, let me get to the next question. Next question is not related to the topic. So, I'm going to skip it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a great question. Greetings. Do you have a first aid kit in the house? What's stored there? Everybody in Canada had a, has a first aid kit. What do you think? I think almost everyone does. We definitely have a small first aid kit. It mostly just has bandages in it. Um, we have a small first aid kit. Because we live on a farm and you're more likely to maybe get an injury on a farm, um, we do definitely have lots of bandages. Um, and there's not a whole lot more in there. If if one of our children or ourselves hurt ourselves to the point where we needed a first aid kit, we would probably go to the hospital as quickly as possible. The closest hospital to our farm is about 15 minutes away. So fairly close. Um, or if it was really bad, we would call an ambulance. So small first aid kit, Natalia, um, not a whole lot in it, but definitely some things to fix minor bumps and scrapes and bruises. There you go, a few different injuries. Uh, let's see here. Corey says, is it correct to say sort out wastes? Is it the good phrasal verb in this context? Thanks, Bob. So we would sort out our recycling. We would sort out our waste. Um, yeah, how would I say that? Like definitely when we have waste in the house, we definitely decide where to put it. Some people will sort out their recycling 
So we put all of our recycling in one bin, but some people need to sort their paper, plastic, and glass. So they need to sort out their, their recycling. We don't often sort out our waste, but we would sort out our recycling. Uh, let me see here. Um, <laughs> Mike from Brazil. Hi, Bob. I love your class. I have a question. Usually who cleans your house or do you have cleaning staff? I do not have cleaning staff. We do not have a housekeeper. We do not have a house cleaner. We do not have a maid. Uh, we do not have any servants <laughs> or anything like that. We clean our own house. Um, and it's generally fairly clean. But again, seven people live here. So there are times where um, it does get quite messy or quite dirty. Uh, next question. Oh, this is a good question. Vivian Lee says, hi, Bob. Is the dishwashing machine common in Canada? Yes, very common. We do not have a dishwasher. Um, we do not have a dishwasher by choice. We had a dishwasher and it broke. But when you have seven people in your house, a dishwasher isn't actually big enough for the amount of dishes we create. So we simply do the dishes by hand, okay? So we just do the dishes after every meal um, because there are a lot of people. There's an English phrase, many hands make light work. So when you have a lot of people doing a job, it goes really well. So we decided uh, not to replace our dishwasher when it broke like 10 or 15 years ago. Um, I think when the kids are all older and they move out, Jen and I will buy another dishwasher. Uh, but right now we do not have a dishwasher. Uh, hey, let me get back to the slides. We just talked about ladder. I wanted to talk about something called a garage fridge or a beer fridge or a second fridge. And I'm curious whether Brent from American English with this guy has one of these. We have a second fridge. It's fairly common in Canada to have two fridges. You have a fridge in the house and you have another fridge in the garage, especially when you have children. Um, because sometimes things will be on sale at the grocery store and it's nice to buy extra and then it's nice to have two fridges. Um, some people call it a beer fridge. Some men in particular in North America have a second fridge in their garage where they keep their beer. Yeah, see you, Brent. Uh, glad you enjoyed it. Um, so we would call this a second fridge, a, a garage fridge or a beer fridge. We have a fridge in our garage there's no beer in it. I think there might be one beer in it. Um, there's mostly food because we buy food in large quantities. Brett, before he goes, says, I have a beer fridge in the garage. Yes, very common to have a second fridge. Um, and again, it's not because we have so much food, we don't know what to do with it. It's because sometimes food goes on sale uh, and it's nice just to be able to buy extra. So, or to buy large quantities of the food. Um, there's usually a screwdriver somewhere in the house. This screwdriver has multiple attachments. We have one just like this. It's yellow. Um, and it's just nice to have a screwdriver in case you need to fix something around the house. Every level of a home in North America has a smoke detector and most likely a carbon monoxide detector. It is the law in my part of Canada. Our basement, our main floor, and our second story all have smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors. We are required to have that. Um, and then lastly, usually somewhere in the house, there's a flashlight. And if the power goes out <laughs> and it's nighttime, it's really hard to find the flashlight. So we try to keep our flashlight somewhere where it's easy to find. But 
it isn't always easy to find. Uh, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Um, let's just do a few questions before we go. Um, let's see here. Next question is from Slava. Hi, Bob. Have you got a warm floor in the entryway or bathroom? So we don't, but it's called in-floor heating and it's becoming very popular in Canada to have in-floor heating in your bathroom and to have in-floor heating in your kitchen. That means that instead of having a furnace that heats your home, the floor actually warms up in your bathroom and kitchen. Very popular in homes, new homes, a lot of new homes have in-floor heating now. So we do not have it, but it is becoming a lot more popular. Hey, I just wanna say hi to the 637 people watching. If you're new here, don't forget to click that subscribe button. Uh, and then also just a shout out to myself. I do make other videos. There's a video every Tuesday on this channel. And I have a second channel called Bob's Short English Lessons where I do four videos per week. A little shorter. Usually I teach a few idioms or phrasal verbs. But if you're interested, you should check that out as well. Let's see here. Uh, next question is not on topic, so I'm going to skip it. And we are going to finish off with this question here. Juan from Korea. Hi, Bob. Do you like to go to Ikea? If you can buy any one household item there for free, which one do you want to get? I think a dishwasher. Even though I said we've chosen not to have one, I, I still sometimes wish we just had a dishwasher so you could just quickly throw the dishes in the dishwasher and wash them, wash them, wash them very quickly. Huh, sorry about that, having trouble talking. Well, hey, thank you so much for watching this English lesson about household items. Remember a few things. This video will have English subtitles later. If you do want to re-watch parts of it that you didn't understand, you can come back later and you can turn on the English subtitles and hopefully understand some of those segments. Also on what's Sunday morning my time in about a day and a half, this video will be released with no uh, viewer questions. So what I call a lesson only version. So if you do want to rewatch it, that's a shorter version usually ends up being about half an hour instead of one hour. So that will be up on Saturday. Uh, sorry, Sunday. Um, tomorrow, there will be a live question and answer session. You're all welcome to join and ask me any questions you want about the English language. Thumbs up, subscribe, uh, wrong spot, subscribe. Um, do consider joining, even if it's just for one month to help support me. I do appreciate it. Helps me just add more and more quality to every lesson and I can do a better job because I can have better things to do that job. So anyways, thanks to those who support me. Thanks to everyone who is watching. Have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow. Um, and I'll see some of you later today. Two of you, I know for sure. I'll see you later today. Anyways, bye. Bob the Canadian here, rambling on like I always do at the end of a lesson. But I'm gonna click the end button in a moment. Here we go. I'm gonna click it now. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.